Hey listeners, this is David here. Um, this week we'll be talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Some major spoilers ahead, and if you haven't seen it, again, spoilers. Um, tune in after you've watched it. Alright, later guys. guys, welcome back to another kind of epic show. I'm David West. It's Kusumiak. Hola, como estas? Oh wait, no, never mind. I ruined it. And of course, Gabe Canada. <laughs> are you getting warm, Etzel? Yeah, I'm gonna take, I like to take this coat off. Okay, real quick, guys. take the coat off. We are once again recording in a car. Uh, mobile podcasting studio. M- oh, oh yeah. It's our mobile podcasting Don't break studio. The illusion, David. It's our mobile <laughs> podcasting studio. Is kind of epic show. Um, it's a very fancy door. Yeah. No, no, not even. Um, anyways, uh, like I said, welcome back. This is uh, yeah, that was the key turning. <laughs> People are probably confused. People are probably driving by and walking by. No and one more like, confused than the security guard in the fucking. I know, <laughs> right? Yeah. We should have used them for shade. Yeah. Anyways, um, we just got out of seeing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. This is my second time seeing it, and these guys—it's their first. So, what are your initial thoughts? I liked it. I don't know if I liked it as much as the first one, but it was definitely good. I liked it a lot. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it a lot. Thanks, Gabe. Those are my thoughts. All right. That's a short episode, guys. That's a short episode. Good job. <laughs> Two minutes. Uh, yeah, but it's really solid. Um, they, uh, is what I've kind of been telling people. If you like the first one, they kind of upped the weirdness. That's that was my only complaint. Really. That's your that complaint. My, not my like my complaint. Yeah, I, it's a little too off the wall for me at times. Like what? I'm like just curious. Whole, well, like the whole his father thing. Like his father is a a planet or whatever. I don't know. Ego? His dad his was dad the Hasselhoff. Thank you very much. Oh yeah. yeah, thank you. Well, it was Zandu. We found out, which that was good. I liked that Yandu. part. What is it? Yandu. Yandu. Spoilers, guys. Spoilers. Oh. Well, d- d- Edsel, you, are you marking it? Do you want me to Edsel. do spoilers or no? No, no. Yeah, we can I, do spoilers. I mean, just with you referring make a to note. him as, as Zandu <laughs> the entire time. I just want to make that clear, because I will also refer to him as Zandu, and we'll run with it. No. What is it? Yandu. 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 But, um, and then, like, the Gamora connecting with her sister, you know, I liked that. It was Nebula, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I just thought, I don't know, like, the, his real father was kind of over the top. I don't know, the Kurt Russell character. But was Kurt really... Russell did a great job. Oh, no, yeah, I'm, I'm not faulting Kurt Russell, I'm just saying, I don't know, like, the writing kind of just, I don't know. I mean, again, I, I haven't read Gar- Guardians, you know. Oh, it's completely really different. Big, it's yeah, completely different well, from his dad really? in the comics. Yeah, okay, yeah. His but dad's know, a, like, king, com- a king of a planet. It's weird. The Spartex Empire. Okay, yeah. He intentionally did this, too, is a weird thing. I don't know if it was that... Like, they had the rights to Ego, and they didn't have the rights to Spartax, because I guess Spartax kind of has some stuff to do with, like, the Kree-Skrull 
which Atari they, which they would things. have the rights to. So they would have the rights to that? But it, I think they acquired, weirdly, Ego during the Deadpool negotiations. I have no I idea. Heard. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. I think they might have just been fucking with us because it was a Deadpool joke, and that tends to happen. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I felt like it was good. It was just—it was kind of like reading a Fantastic Four comic, you know. It was just kind of like. Which makes me excited if the Marvel ever does get Fantastic, get Fantastic Four, Four yeah. that they can do it. Yeah. Oh yeah, the cosmic, all the co- uh, fucking cosmic radiation, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I definitely, I liked the, you know the ending in that. That was that was all yeah. really nice, heartwarming ending, you know, kind of. I sad, I, but at the I same cried time, both times. I cried. I said I, cried, I, I tried to I, hold back. I had a couple tears going through. The, the um, final I, shot before you know the credits of Rocket. Face, Crying. My, my face oh, was just yeah. itchy throughout the entire film. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I got yeah. some shit in my contacts. Like it's it's a thing that happens. I mean, look at this jackass that parked in front of us. Mm. He is way crooked. Yeah. Alert the security tower. Yeah. Right. Anyways, we're not in a car. We're in our mobile yeah. podcasting studio. I do want to actually contextualize this. There is, for whatever goddamn reason, an actual tower. That says security on it in the middle of a mall parking lot. Why? Why is that confusing? It's no, I've it's never seen that before. It's, like it's overkill. overkill. Yeah, we do not live in a ha- police state. Have you guys? Attica. Attica. Have you guys not seen this mall in the news? Like, no, I don't pay attention to the news because I don't like hearing about murder. There are <laughs> gang fights that happen at this mall. Surprisingly, this, like this mall. Yeah, right. The nice this mall. Is the affluent side of town. I know. Why are people so awesome? Never mind. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I know that was my take on it. You know, it was good. It was good. I just, I don't know. See, that's not even like the, the, rails a even like the weird just, stuff like, I was talking, like, I was thinking. Uh, I, well, what were you thinking? Like, the uh, the Sovereign, when they're going to the planet and they oh, go to hire the, the Ravengers, the, the queen or whatever she was, was taking little baby steps as they were oh, walking yeah. out the well, carpet. Oh, yeah. Well, they kind of made, made fun at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was, yeah, that was okay. And. Even those sex robots totally reminded me of Rick and Morty. Yeah, like this entire this entire this <laughs> entire movie kind of reminded me of an episode oh, Rick of Rick and, and Morty. Rick and Morty, just like parallel, you know, like yeah, little universes. Are you, are you saying transport that transport dude? Right? Yeah. Are you are you saying that he's that uh, that Kurt Russell was Unity? <laughs> yes. I mean, too. At the end of the day, it's like I said, it's like a Fantastic Four comedy. You got to think about what you're watching. You know, yeah, you're watching yeah. a Guardians movie. So I, I can't complain too much. You know, but you did say would... watching. Yes, uh, which Gabe is gonna what oddly get to. Uh, we got introduced to the Watchers for the first time. Oh yeah. On oh film, yeah, yeah. Which which with first somebody else did first appear in Fantastic Four, and it's really. They should be tied up with the Fantastic Four rights. I th- you realize they really that they should. also made like a reference to maybe the Sony. Like he's done more than one federal delivery job, because Mr. Tony Stank. But also he's been a delivery man in in Fantastic Four. Yeah. Um, but no, he was just a he was just a regular mailman in that. He was a UPS. He specifically mentions UPS and Guardians, which would be Tony Stank in Civil War. Oh. It would be neat, though, if he was alluding to... Other, yeah. Other It'd be great to have, like, the multiverse thing eventually. Like, they <laughs> they just get so bored that they're just like, yeah, people like these things. Why don't we just merge them? You know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we get Stan Lee confirmation. They kind of confirm the fan theory that he was a watcher. And he is at least associated with them. Yep. Yep. 
I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Good job, Marvel, taking <laughs> what the fans wanted and making it somewhat of a reality. Um. I mean, what else could they have done other than like make him the one above all? But that's, that's yeah. Jack, so no. <laughs> um, you know, one thing I, I liked about the movie, they gave every character something to do. Uh, no character was kind of left out to the side, except for maybe Groot. Yeah. But Groot had some adorable scenes, but he didn't have that emotional yeah, yeah, no, storyline that the other characters had. It was kind of cool, too, in this one, that because I felt like Marvel, I mean, I'm, I know we talked about this in a podcast in the past, where the villains kind of don't get, like, enough attention. I yeah. felt like this one, you know, Kurt Russell did a good job as that villain. And then on top of that, you had those villains coming back and not being villains anymore. Yeah. And really giving depth to that character, you know. Like Nebula. Nebula and, yeah. yeah. But Aisha was a fun villain. Yeah, she was well, I guess that, I didn't think of that. Yeah, maybe that one. But then, she, but, she, wasn't, yeah. she wasn't the main villain by yeah. any means. No, she was yeah. a side yeah. motivation. I think the pettiness of it made it fun. Yes. And the fact that they were playing video games and... Yeah. That guy's ma- playing Galaga. Yeah, they're making fun of themselves the entire time. They're, the movie is constantly making fun of the Sovereign. Mm-hmm. It brings kind of, yeah, it kind of brings humor and sadness into it. Feelings. Yeah. That's good. No, I mean, There's a lot of feelings. That's what you want in a movie. Yeah. Especially, like, the emotional connection between Rocket and Yondu. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I wasn't expecting yeah. that. Yeah, I wasn't well, expecting was those the other characters to char- have... Yeah. Well, Yandu wasn't necessarily a bad guy in the first one. Yeah, I guess that's true. No, he was anyway, a gray area. Yeah. Was anybody else sad that it didn't work out between him and his real dad or his fake dad? Well, what do you mean it worked out it, between him and his? Well, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, there's not. It's not a. I mean, they didn't get the happy ending, and then again, they kind of did. They kind of did, yeah. Even though Yandu doesn't survive the film. We should throw a gigantic spoiler tag on. Yeah, no, yeah, we, yeah. Should, yeah we, we will. Have, I'll but, do it at the beginning. Um, yeah, that was pretty much. And this one wasn't even written by Joss Whedon. No, and a character died. How about that? Yeah. It kind of has to happen. People have to die in these movies. Yeah. I like yeah, how Sly's, Sly was in it. You know, that's one thing I actually really liked. Um, you get somebody like Stallone. Have him in a couple scenes, and one of the post-credit scenes even, and you just kind of leave the audience like, "Who the fuck are these guys?" Wait a minute. Okay, let's be honest here. It's Space Expendables. Did you see the people he had with him? That's okay. Because no, no. do you know who they are? Not, I'm not only not okay with that. I'm and I, I am over the moon. Like it'd be really fucking fun. That's a spinoff right there. Yeah, right. Space Four is. Hey, we gave Sylvester Stallone directorial control of a Marvel Cinematic Universe film. Uh-oh. Uh, but those were the original Guardians. Those were the original comic book Guardians of the Galaxy, which I think is a great, a great cameo for fans of the comics. Yeah. Yeah. Because Yondu was an original Guardian as well. So, and Yondu even mentions, you're not, your group isn't, that different from what we were. Yeah. So, I like that. It's a nice... Did they... I can't remember if they came up with the term or not. Or is that something that... No, Ronin called them the Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. He, Yeah, Ronin in the first one is the guy that comes up with the the name. Um, Just look at your eyes to yourself, mister. What? Yeah, I what? saw you. I saw you. I don't know you. what he's talking about. I don't know what he's talking they about. They look like high schoolers. 
It's okay. I forgive you. Um, mobile podcasting studio. Yes. Mobile podcasting in a mall parking lot. <laughs> Next to the security tower. Next to a security tower. And some... He's coming out. He's some dude... Uh, Is he? Some dude vaping. He did, he did go down, but I don't know what he's doing. Some dude's vaping behind us. He's probably like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Probably. I like how this is just going to be our... Uh, she. She. Yeah, I like how this is just going to be our... She might come over here. I would yeah, not be at all surprised. Anyway. <laughs> this could, this could get interesting this. real fast. Yeah. No. Nope, not coming over here. She put, has her whistle, though. She's going to take it back up so no one gets into it? Nope. Okay, she's walking away. <laughs> overreacting about this no I was purposely having fun oh, with it okay. um, so what would, what would you think is the standout in the film what was it that you liked most about it we are Groot it was Groot no, that's the that was the emotional undertone of the final thing it's, of the first movie. So the, the and then this Hasselhoff was that, this at was the that end? entire movie. Yes. The entire movie was that. And you know, it's all about family. And I think that's a great message in this movie. Um yes, most of it revolves around Star Lord and his two fathers. But even at the same time very progressive Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah very progressive. Good job. Star-Lord has two dads. Um, That's an epic custody battle, by the way. <laughs> right? Um, but even when it comes to comes to that, there's a moment where Star-Lord and Gamora are having an argument, and he's like, I finally found my family. And she's replies, we thought you already had. Yeah. Referring to the Guardians, those are his family. Those are the people that matter to him. Not this guy that shows up after 34 years of yeah, not paying child support. Dude, dude, they played catch. Well, too, they did play catch. Even an interesting point, too, where kind of the rocket Zondu moments, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they realize, wow, we're, you, you said know. You Zondu again, and I'm on board. <laughs> I'm on board for Zondu. What is it? Zondu happened. Zandu? Zondu. It is Zondu. No. I said Zandu earlier. Yeah. What no, is neither. Yondu. Yondu. Why do I keep saying that? I don't because of your tracks. <laughs> Listen, it's fine. I, I called Mer- I called Burgess Meredith Meredith Burgess the other day. We're fine. We're fine. Anyway, I kept calling Jonathan Kent Connor Kent for an entire podcast because apparently I can only hold one Superboy in my head. <laughs> so Zondu, it is. I'm going with it. <laughs> um, you know, they even like going back and telling, like saying. That uh, they give characters their due. Drax was fucking great. Yeah. yeah. They gave Drax so much more it turns out in this act. film. You thought yeah. so? I thought actually the Drax character had a little... Really? Less comparison to the other ones, yeah. How so? Mean? Well, I'm just saying, like, he didn't have that really kind of that moment. He's kind of like Groot. He was just kind of... No, I, think he, ha- I just... think he had that with Mantis. Yeah. yeah, I guess so, a little bit, but yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah you got to All see right, their Mantis. relationship yeah. okay. Okay. That's true. grow, and yeah, as funny as it was. Yeah. yeah, I guess that was the point, though. Yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough. He's really the only humorous undertone, or him and Groot. Well, him and Groot, yeah. Yeah. 
And Rocket had a couple moments with Taser Face. Yeah, him, them, and the villain. Like, yeah, them and Aisha are the only really funny parts of the movie. Also, I love all the freaking cameos. That's why I'm, I'm only half joking about a space expendables. <laughs> like, you've got Ben Browder in it from Farscape as just randomly a general for the collective. You've got obviously Sylvester Stallone. You have uh, freaking uh, Crouch and Tiger, Hidden Dragon star, uh, whose name I am forgetting, even though she's awesome and has a, a, like a 40-year freaking career in film. And is in one of my favorite sci-fi shows, Sunshine. Why am I forgetting her name? I don't know. Miley Cyrus was in the movie. I didn't notice that. Who's Miley Zombie Cyrus? Was in it. Rob, so- Rob Zombie's in the movie. Who is Rob Zombie? I didn't I, even know um, he, he stars as un- unshown scaven- or, uh, Ravager. Yeah. Huh. So very. My- Miley Cyrus' mainframe, the head at the end, with the original Guardians. Oh, was that okay, robot okay, head? Okay. That was Miley okay. Cyrus. Okay. I thought that was Handles. Nope. <laughs> it was Miley. I love you, Handles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. Oh, I know. Uh, normally, I feel like we could talk a lot more about this. About, yeah. But there's the really, car. there's nothing really to complain about. No, really, there's not. I mean, yeah. Like this is by far one of Marvel's best films. I think the Guardians. I was thinking about this. The franchise. I mean, there is only two movies yeah. compared to you know the other ones. But I mean, like. I think this might be my favorite just of the Marvel, you know, like, they're all good. Yeah, but you think the two Guardians films are above all? Probably, yeah. I mean, there are, obviously, the Captain Americas are good. Yeah. But I I think, yeah, I I think it's probably my favorite of the Marvel franchise. Like, none of them are horrible. Like, Yeah. I mean, no Marvel movie's horrible, but I'm just saying, you know, like, none of them are even bad. Yeah. Yeah. They're all technically rated certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah, I, the only one I might quibble with is Iron Man Two. I just really despise that film for some reason. Well, that's what I'm saying. I just like, don't like Mickey. Saying, I think like, I just oh, physically. I think I might just physically uh, yeah. be repulsed by Mickey Rourke and his <laughs> fake Russian accent. <laughs> I am Mickey Rourke. I am in your film. How great am I? But, I won an Oscar for Darren Aronofsky, most overrated director in the history of the fucking civil universe. I started Civil War. Sorry, I started Civil War in car. But, uh, <laughs> well, that's anyway, all right. Darren I don't Aaron think we're Knox. gonna. I don't think we're gonna argue with you about the. Qual- I thought you might argue with me about the Aaron. Well, I might argue. But about, honestly, about like you I do. That, I think but, he's okay. one of the most overrated, quote unquote, really? tour directors of what? the last, however long. Yeah, I'm not an Aronofsky fan either. Really. Uh, here, let me make the most depressing film in the in the universe. You know how it's depressing? A dildo is a plot point. Anyway, let's continue. Black Swan. No, I was thinking of his first movie. Oh, the yeah. The one that, yeah, like, people Ass love. to ass. That yeah. was in a, what was that, Requiem for a Dream? Yeah. yeah. That wasn't his first movie, was it? Was, didn't he make, like, Pie before that? No, Pie might have been before that. I know, that's the first I movie know, I, really, I, I, yeah. I was aware of. I, I, that's the one that I'm saying if, if that had made it into the public consciousness. I don't want to, like, say that that was his first film. That ass to ass. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not an Aronofsky fan. I, I hated The Fountain with a fucking passion. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. And The Wrestler? He wins an Oscar for I like The Wrestler. The re- Dude, The Wrestler was a great movie. Yeah, no, I'm just talking about Mickey Rourke. Like, oh. If that's, if that's the you thing don't you're like going to Mickey- oh, okay, no, do. I didn't think if that that's was the thing Aaron you're going to do with your, with your career is revive Mickey Rourke's career, then you have wasted your career. I don't like you, Mickey Rourke. Come on our show. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to let Gabe interview Mickey Rourke. and <laughs> I could pull an Adi Shankar just be an asshole the entire time. I think he'd like it. 
That's uh, a callback. You can listen to our Adi Shankar interview. Uh, it's truly painful, and you will love it for that reason. Okay, okay. Yeah. Now he's directing Castlevania. He'd be great to come back on the show. I doubt he ever will. <laughs> David is, is thumbing through news. I don't know. Oh, no, I just saw a headline about uh, the Edge of Tomorrow sequel. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm really happy that that happened. Yeah, it's about the title. Apparently they're going to go along with the... Uh, it won't be Edge of Tomorrow 2. Yeah. It might... The only thing I could see on here is, from just skimming, was live, die, and repeat, and repeat. Really? <laughs> yeah. Which it's, would be awful. I... I approve of that a lot more than than a lot of other manga adaptations, just because they took it and they ran with it, and they did. They they liked it for the con. They were just more honest about it. They liked it for the concept. It wasn't a highly established visual novel yeah. or manga property. They were just like, hey, there's something to this. Let's let's flesh it out. I, I it's weird. Like there's some nuance that's lost in the book in in their. They took it because they literally they changed the theater for the World War II analogy. In in the original, it's a. Um, it's like an island hopping campaign in the Pacific, and they're going to liberate Japan. And so it's like an opposite of... So that, that's more interesting to me. It's an opposite of, of what they're, they're doing there, where they're just going back into France. And it's like, France constantly needs liberating. That's why it's called France. But the... Um, uh, anyway, anyway. This is I'm off sorry. topic. This I, is off a Guardian of the Galaxy. Well, yeah, but that's also because you were staring at your phone for five minutes. And you to, uh, we, we also decided that it's hard to talk about a really good film. It is kind of hard. Um, one thing that we can talk about is uh, the lack of setting up for the rest of the Marvel Universe. The most setting up you get is between hyper jumps. How so? You, did Will you not you see the Watchers when they go fighting. through the Watchers and Thanos? No, hold on. Gabe, what? Did you not see like the Titan or Thanos-looking creature fighting on a planet? I saw it, but I don't know what that's a reference to. I don't know what it's a reference to, other than maybe he's. I mean, that wasn't Thanos. I I know it just looks like him. It kind of. Do you think it's a Titan, or it was just like a visual reference? Or? I, I have no idea. I didn't know if it was just a nod to be like, "Hey, I exist." Everybody's kind of talking about me, but yeah. Well, that could be a. It definitely wasn't Thanos. No, I don't think it was Thanos either. Well, do you think though that they're gonna they're gonna Obviously, at some point, they're going to have to integrate the Guardians. Already, with the it's other. already filming. It's so uh, it Avengers is going to happen. War, so, yeah. you, so that's why you're saying that it's surprising that there's yeah, not yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, considering that they're filming like, Infinity, Infinity Wars, yeah. yeah. Do you think? And the, they seem to be bringing the other franchises in, like they got Spider-Man coming in now. Yeah. And, and well, yeah, I even well, I expected. The other ones have always been kind of I even expected with, you know. um, outside the Dairy Queen for like when we go back to the. The ego, oh, the Avengers, or something. Like yeah, that. I I was expecting at least an Avengers cameo there, like Falcon or or somebody. Yeah. Even though Falcon Falcon's not I'm Falcon's surprised. on the run, it would have to be Tony's current Avengers, whoever was on that team. Yeah, I don't think Spider Man's gonna help with a giant blob creature. No. But you know, it would have been a an easy point to have like a helicarrier and Maria Hill or yeah. or something right there. You know, like. What the hell is this? Or even Thunderbolt Ross or something. Yeah, something going on that would kind of set up for Infinity War. Even no post-credit scenes teasing Infinity War. All it said is the Guardians will return. Do you think they'll make cameos in Ragnarok? I hope so. I I mean, Ragnarok's going to be the lead-in to Infinity War. So, 
even visually, I think the the Guardians might show up in there. Like it just it, they look so similar. Do you think when it comes that like films. on the timeline, maybe you could see like a visual reference to the blob thing on like a news channel? Yeah, during, yeah. Uh, oh, definitely. Homecoming or something. Yeah, that would be neat. That'd be really cool. Just to get a good timeline. A lot of the times, like with the space film. Well, also they say thirty four years later and nineteen eighty at the beginning. So this should be set in like twenty fourteen. Oh, yeah, I did that math, too, 2014. Which oh, isn't yeah. that the year that Guardians came out? Yeah. So maybe they're saying, like, there's a time... Maybe these are not concurrent. Kind of like, I mean, Civil War... I mean, Captain America was not a concurrent film. No. There's no way, though, because the Guardians met each other on the first film. Yeah, but there's no one from Earth in there, like... There Peter, was no anchor what point. year was Peter taken? Oh, I, I see you're saying the Guardians and then I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Was it like 1988 or something? Or 9090? 90, 90, 90, okay. 90. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I see um, what you're saying. But yeah, I guess that makes sense. And especially considering, look at how much Groot had aged between the first film and this one. Not much. I think it's like essentially like taking place like within just a few months at most. Yeah. Well, I mean, how, 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 how do we know year. how how Groot ages? We, well, we see him in a. Well, we, we see, see post credits. We see the post credits. He's a teenager. Uh, I think that yeah. might also be like yeah. a reference to like catching up in time. Yeah. Like it's it a might good... be like to catch up to the rest of where the Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe is. Because they're all in 2017. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. They're all they're all going concurrently with yeah. our time. So. That was interesting to me. That could explain part of the lack of cameos and or sending up. Yeah, stuff. yeah, that's true. If it takes place in twenty fourteen, that could also, man, that'd be weird. Especially seeing that on Earth. The, I mean, we definitely know that it takes place in twenty fourteen. Yeah, the math. I mean, the film but why wouldn't it. we have had? Why wouldn't we have seen that alien blob anywhere else? In in like the original Avengers. Yeah. Huh. They got their math wrong. <laughs> I don't know if they did. I mean, I just, maybe they're just, they thought they could get away with that. I mean, you're literally looking for a quibble, so that was the only thing I could throw yeah. as a wrinkle. That just makes my head itch. But then again, wibbly wobbly timey wimey. I mean, time can move differently depending on where you're at, so. Well, I mean, too, you think like maybe the shield could discreetly handle the blob and not want everybody to hear about yeah. it, you know, like, yeah, and then sure. the shield has already been established at that point, when was, you know what I mean? When was yeah. the original so, Avengers, like 2012? 2012, yeah. They, um, they had recently almost blown up New York. Maybe they were just like, we, um, uh, nothing to see here, folks. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. By 2014, what, when did... When did Winter Soldier come out? 2014? 2014, I believe, yeah. So the shield was already disbanded. Yeah. And you have it. might be 2015. No. No, you're right, 2014. 2014, because we had Civil War in 2016. (laughs) We almost did. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why, Why did it even happen, David? Why was that even a thing? You know, if Andrew Jackson had been around, Tony Stark would never have fought Captain America. <laughs> what would the founding father say about <laughs> Probably, the fuck is all of this? Everything is weird and strange. I don't like it. Take me back. That's funny. Um. They'd also be like, why is there a security tower? 
Yeah. <laughs> it's very odd. We don't live in a police state. That was the British. I, I kind of want to call Gilman and be like, Gilman, you're on speakerphone. Can you explain? The movie starts out in 1980, and it and says it 34 years. Yeah. 20, 34 years later, and we have multiple concurring TV shows, and nothing's been mentioned about this blob. He would just be like, eh? He's like, it doesn't matter? Yeah, pretty much. It happened in Missouri, you know. Yeah, it was Missouri. I don't know. That's interesting. Uh, it would bug the hell out of me if they do show like a news clip of it or something in Spider-Man or... You know? It would kind of bug me. Ah, shit. That doesn't quite work, Gabe. When did, when did Dark World come out? Dark World is probably... 2014. When did S.H.I.E.L.D. start? They're on the fourth season, right? Subtract yeah. four years... So 2013. So 2013. Dark World is November 2013. 2013. Iron Man 3. They deliver the ether, one of the Infinity Stones, to the Collector in 2014. So, I guess that could still work out timeline-wise. Or this just takes place shortly after. Alright, never mind. It could also explain why Thanos is taking a sweet time acquiring the stones if he sent his own children out to acquire them. Although, presumably, that meant he uh, to acquire the power well, stone. Well, two, though, two at the end. Remember, Nebula's like... So, 2012. Uh, so, 2012. I'm going to kill Thanos. Yeah. And she goes, I don't know if that's possible. So, there was a little bit of allusion to... Yeah. Universe, no, he's talked but, about it a lot in the film. Yeah. So, 2012... He he gives up the um, the mind gem yep. to go hunt down the. So he he does want to assemble them. Yes. And that's the th- uh, when is the most recent one where he says, "I guess I'll have to find them myself." Age of Ultron. So that's twenty fifteen. But yeah, that's the following year. I think at that point, so we can say twenty fourteen is when his daughters failed to bring him okay. the power stone. And Loki has failed to bring him the mind ge- or return the mind gem or bring him the tesseract. Or they don't even know that the aether is. I mean, it was fucking right there, and they didn't know it. So yeah. I guess his daughters also failed to bring him the less obvious gem that was sitting right there. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that's when he's like, "Yeah, fuck it, I'll go. I'll go do it myself." Okay. So I guess it does give you a little bit of a timeline for Thanos. Yeah. And why it's taken umpteen movies to get there okay yeah. I just had to we just had to work that out yeah and I mean there's nothing that says Doctor Strange takes place concurrently yeah well because they were saying that the um, the illusion that everybody thought was to paralyzed um, uh, uh, Rhodes was not that. Yeah. They said it was a, an allusion to Iron Man 2 because it was a there's a several year sequence in between his injury and going to 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 get to get healed. Yeah. So that was uh the uh, a, just a pilot who was trying on one of uh arm, armies uh one of uh, uh arm, armor or what is the tech? Sorry. A hammer tech. Hammer tech. A hammer tech uh drone or whatever in it. Okay. Him, or paralyzed him. All right. The guy that gets twisted in half? Yeah. So that's that's what they've said that was an allusion to. All right. Well, wibbly wobbly timey wimey, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean he's got the time gem. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. 
All right. Well, what do you guys think of the overall grades? We can do it on a uh, a a b a f scale or uh, oh, it's it's an A. Yeah, I'd agree. Go see this an movie. A minus. No, I wouldn't even give it, it an A minus. Yeah, I guess I can give it an A. It's good. No, it's definitely good. It got. I can see why it got a hundred percent in the test screening. Yeah, me too. Because I mean, admittedly, the test screening is is usually like Marvel fam, friends and family members of people who work on it, but they also have been known to give relatively poor scores to really bad movies. Yeah. So like this one, they're just like, no, I guess unreservedly, no. Kind of. I kind of want to pull up. I'm gonna look. I want to look at some of the bad. It's only at an eighty-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's what I I saw that. Yeah. User score is ninety. I want to pull up some of these bad reviews real fast. All right. Here's hoping the inevitable, inevitable Volume 3 rebuilds some of the first film's heart because Volume 2 feels ha- like a hollow spectacle. Explain. Ha- Explain. <laughs> yeah. What? This movie is all about heart. Yeah. Somebody went to go see a funny movie and he's mad that it made him cry. Yeah, maybe. That's what that review is. Um, there's a thin line between just enough and too much. And Guardians Volume Two trips over that line and never gets back. Possible? I mean, that's a more, well, I I mean, that's a more honest review. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I can see where but somebody still, would like would to be. just downright say it's a horrible movie. Yeah. Um, starts off much like the original, but goes off the rails in the third act. No Marvel movie to date has gone this far south this fast. I bet Again, that guy did I mean, not like your name. Huh? Huh? Talking about a, a movie that has a third act that... Oh, yeah. Oh, your name, yeah. yeah but he looked right? at that and is just like, oh, yeah, well, play with my emotions, will you? Yeah. I'll write what, you a bad review. What do you, say, what do you think they were talking about that? Just the climax? I thought the ending of the movie is fucking the best, fun. One, like, the best part. Yeah. He's saying, like, he's saying the tone doesn't match the ending, so he's saying, I came for funny trash panda jokes. Yeah, Thank maybe. Um, Disney and Marvel haven't learned that less is more. Instead, they subscribe to the Lego movie mentality. Everything is awesome, no matter what. I would compare this to the Lego movie. Yeah, especially since Chris Pratt's, Chris Pratt's a Lego, uh, master builder. Yeah. And made Pac-Man. I'm going to make some weird shit. <laughs> you missed that. You were in the bathroom for that when Ego's talking to him about how he can build stuff. Chris oh, Pratt's well, like... I mean, I saw the fight. Yeah, 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 but Chris Pratt was like, I'm going to build a 40-foot... Tall Pac-Man statue, Heather Locklear, and a couple other things. He's like, I'm gonna build some weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> do you think um, the soul? Uh, do you think that we the the uh, the light that he was talking about relates to the soul gem? No, no, it's the celestial. That was ego. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I'm just saying we've seen things in the past. We that will are get the soul gem in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Um, this one feels like a parody of Guardians of the Galaxy. That feels like a parody of a good review. <laughs> oh. Um, overall, Longview 2 suffers from blockbuster bloat. Hopefully the next installment, hinted at a plentiful end credits, will recapture the fun-filled zing of the original. It's, it's all commentary about tone. They just didn't like, they, they feel like it's one thing and they don't want it to try to pretend to be another thing. Yeah. Um, a functional enterprise that seems content 
more to repeat than accomplish its predecessor rather than branch out into an ambitious new direction. They aren't attempting to steal shit. I don't know what the... Yeah. They don't get that line until the end. Like, that just seems misguided. I think some people didn't see the movie. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is the first MCU film to talk down to its audience. We should do this more often, by the way. Oh, yeah. Is that the whole review? Yeah, well, that's... Uh, well, you the know snippet. how... It's a snippet. Oh. It talks down... How does it talk down to its and, audience? You know, I think some of these... Um, are people, are reviewers that are purposely going after Marvel. Well, you also... That if, has been a big thing that happened recently. If you have a good movie and you put a negative review, you're more likely to get clicks. Yeah. it's it's a, I mean, a lot of it is an aggregation-driven thing, especially on a platform like Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I mean, I used to help moderate the Rotten Tomatoes show on Current. Yeah. I was featured on one. That was fun. I did the uh, Watchmen review. It hurdles past at dizzying speed with a slew of new characters, soap opera-like motivations and confrontations. Soap opera-like motivations? And goofy, ridiculous adventures. Tasking audience to keep up with it all. Sign, I, uh, this, sign me the up. goofy, ridiculous adventure, as I said, that I can kind of see that one, but the soap opera... But, uh, that's kind of what I liked about it. Yeah, yeah. What, 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 know, sign yeah. me up for all of the things he just said. Yeah. I watched the CW. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's an entire, like, six-minute uh, kind of almost Vox Explainer video online about, like, did the CW just acquire superheroes to get guys to, like, soap operas? Hey, Nouveau uh, Newsweek. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is funny, exciting, and touching. Nice. It's just surprising to see Nuvo listed there on uh, the Rotten Tomatoes. Hey, it's an alt weekly. Yeah. Uh, worse than occasionally being a downer, Volume 2 is something Guardians of the Galaxy never was. Dull for often long stretches. Mm. It even, even complains that it's a downer. Like, well, what did it just want? Like, a Superman? Just con constant fighting and, like, no story? Like, yeah. What, like... Well, no, then they would complain about that. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> oh, well, I'm gonna. I think All right, gonna we can out. we can call it. We're yeah approaching 40 minutes. I think that's a good uh, length for this review. I was kind of hoping we could get to that uh, that sweet spot of an hour, but I had to head out regardless. Yeah. So the tone of the movie's all wrong. Yeah. It was apparently. Just yeah. You know, I kind of feel like our episode is a little bit padded, kind of like a Darren Aronofsky film. <laughs> but <laughs> but you just said you want to read re negative reviews more often for movies that we like. Oh, oh. Uh -oh. I I Sorry, would do everybody. I would do an entire hour long special just reading negative reviews of, <laughs> of our podcast. Well, I would no, like to ask no, you, I would like to, can we do one on ours? Ours is like, they were drunk. They were drunk, <laughs> and I regret my decision is one of our best reviews. Yes. Thank you very much. In fact, I would put it on a t-shirt. We I, need to make that. We need yes. to get our logo on the front and put that quote <laughs> on the back of our t-shirts. It says, I saw them in a con. They seemed funny. They were drunk. I regret my decision. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. And with that, I'm David West. That's Kasuniak. I'm regretting my decision. <laughs> and as always, Gabe Canada. All right. You can find me on Twitter at David West underscore K O E S. You can at find what's us. Netso at oh, go ahead, Gabe. You can Sorry. find. I'm, I'm 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 doing my own Twitter. I'm trying to. That's you fine. Know, just. That's do fine. my own brand, even though yeah. I never used Twitter, up. really. I, I never really get, used Twitter. Get it out. No, it is. At what's the Netzel? 
And we are at Kind of Epic Show. As well as kindofepicshow.com. Find us and <laughs> like us. All right. If you leave a negative review, we'll read it in a cool movie <laughs> voice. Yeah. We'll read a Sylvester Stallone, maybe, talking about a review. So, like, uh, if you make a drunk and regretful decision, we'll read it on air. While we make drunk and regretful decisions. But we're actually sober today. No, we're quite sober. I know. We're under the watchful eye of the security tower. <laughs> oh, they went back up. No, there's yeah, a new guy came in. Oh, a new guy came in? That one yeah. lady shift is known, I guess. He's playing Galaga right now. Yeah, guys. probably. All right. All right. Space bar. Space bar. Later, guys. Hey listeners, this is Micus, creator of the kind of epic theme song, Zombie Kids. If you're interested in finding out more about my music, you can check me out at micusmusic.com. Also, I am on iTunes, Facebook, and SoundCloud. You can look me up as Micus Music, and that's M-I-K-U-S, and you know the rest. Alright, peace out everyone, keep listening. In these times of hardship, just remember...